Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is what? November 13th? 6th. Six. <laughs> 2020 has been a long year, guys. Just get it over with. Get it over with. Yeah, man, we got a show for you today. We've got all 22 review. We're going to discuss what happened with the Giants. And then, got a little bit of news for you. And then we're going to talk about the upcoming game. How about yeah. that? How about that? Trying a new background on me. Got the, the Zoom green screen stuff going don't have a green screen it's just zoom so that's why it looks all funny <laughs> i figured eh, i'd try it this year or this this episode this year see it's how, gonna be a year in the goes. next week <laughs> here's a mess haven't taken a shower it's been one of those days man we got halfway through the podcast earlier and then had some technical difficulties and have to now redo it all again fun fun Y'all missed a great episode. <laughs> we were, we had fun doing it. We were guffawing, and we'll never, we'll never get that chemistry back. I know. <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do. Y'all, y'all are getting the, the, the B team now. Mm-hmm. Extra tired. All right. What did we see on the all twenty-two? What did we say about the game? Oh, okay. I should have had this up. Still, you think we'd be ready? After I know doing this twice. <laughs> twice. Okay, uh, we were really missing Vita up the middle. We were getting killed by the run. Uh, Whitehead was all over the place in a good way. Uh, they should make forced interceptions a stat. I think Brady looked really inaccurate. And there were a few penalties. I thought that they were looking or they were picking on Jamel Dean. And uh, the Giants offense was good at blocking. And they were good in coverage or the defense, the Giants defense was good in coverage. And that was it. Okay. Well, you know, some of that was true. Some of it wasn't true. Some of it was a little less than we thought. Some of it was more than we thought. This game was very, very boring to watch on the All-22. I don't know what it was. It seemed like the Buccaneers came out. It looked to me like the Buccaneers were looking past the Giants and thinking about New Orleans. That's that's how it looked. That's how the the feeling I got from it. We just not, did not play with a lot of oomph. We did not have a really good game planning. It, it was very strange on the defense. You know, our defense is very unusual. We do a lot of weird stuff on defense. We didn't do that much weird stuff. We just went out there and played basically normal f- football like everybody else does. It it, it 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 did really seem like we were not looking at the Giants as anything we needed to worry about. And that really showed up in the game. Uh, Tom Brady was inaccurate, but it wasn't like a bad inaccurate. It wasn't Cam Newton inaccurate where he was throwing the ball 500 feet over somebody's head. <laughs> it wasn't James Winston inaccurate. It was, and actually, if I were to say, I would say it was almost James Winston inaccurate. You know, we, he was throwing balls behind guys, down low, 
too high. A little high. Little yeah, yeah. Know, bouncing off their hands. They should have caught it. But, you know, for Tom Brady, it was, it was inaccurate. And I would have to say that the reason why the game was close was because of Tom Brady's inaccuracy. Other than other than that, we you know we played a pretty decent ball game. You know, offensive line played great, running backs played great, receivers ran good routes. You know, we didn't have that special of a offensive game plan either. You know, we just kind of did same stuff we do, and it, I don't know. It was just, it was very strange. It was just so boring. It was probably the most one of the most boring all twenty two I've ever seen. If you if you're watching my videos, you'll. I normally have a half hour minimum of clips, and that's with me throwing out a lot. I try not to do more than a half hour. With this one, I had, I think, 12 minutes. Wow. 10 minutes. So, like, half? Yeah, like half. And I was struggling to find stuff then. It just wasn't a lot of interesting plays. A lot of interesting. Very, like, lackluster. Yes, very lackluster. Anyway, but it wasn't like our guys were out there drinking margaritas or anything. It was just they weren't. <laughs> that might have been more fun. <laughs> it would have been. <laughs> Get some tequila in you. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't mind doing that right now, kind of thing. I know. So, uh, you know, it was it was kind of a struggle to get to, to be honest with you. It was, I, I, I went through it really fast because I didn't have to take a lot of notes and, you know, do a lot of video clips and stuff. It was just, it just like play after, are you tired over there? I know, sorry. <laughs> It was just play after play. It was just on and on. It was kind of like a grind. It was just like, uh, uh, uh. so Brady was inaccurate a bit, and and that kept them close. Uh, Did that make their secondary look good? Yes. The the there was the one where Mike Evans was going down the sideline and Brady threw the ball. I think it was like a 30, 40 yard pass. And the defender come up and knocked the ball away at the last end with his arm. He didn't even turn around. He just stuck his arm up and hit his arm. And we were like, ooh, that was pretty good. No, that wasn't good. It had nothing to do with the defender because Mike Evans lost the guy, but Brady threw it a little bit short. And Mike Evans had to slow down and turn all the way around to catch the ball. Mm. If he would have thrown it, you know, a couple more feet in front of, you know, in, in the, the direction Mike was going, it would have just landed in his hand. He would have walked right into the. Zone, and those were the kind of balls that Jameis Winston excelled at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And th- th- we saw a little bit of Jameis Winston in that Tom Brady action. So, but we did not see the Jameis Winston scrambling in the pocket yeah, and all that good stuff. I mean, our mm-hmm. offensive line played great, and Tom Brady played great. You know, in the pocket, it was just you know, it was just a little inaccurate. I think you said his hands were cold. Yeah, probably. I think that his hands were cold. Now. I know, like, he played in New England for 20 years, so he's probably used to the cold, but I think being in Florida for six months, it's just broken him of that. He just can't he, handle it. I, I want to say he was wearing his hand warmers, but they were behind him on the back. Yeah, the, like, back I think that's area. where he wears them. Yeah, and it didn't look like he put his hands in there at all. So, you know, maybe it was a factor. I do not know. Do not know. But, we, you know, they were the receiver's. You know, when the ball wasn't thrown accurate, they weren't catching it. It was bouncing off their hands. You know, if they had to reach up, you know, it was bouncing right off their hands. The defense, the defensive line, you know, I'm kind of concerned about that without Vita there. It's just we're not getting that push in there and we're getting these holes that the linebackers have to do in a lot of work to, you know, keep our run game or our run defense steadfast. Uh, you know, the Vita is a huge loss, huge loss. 
And then our secondary is concerning me a bit because in this game we've had we had more busted coverage than I think we have all year long. There was uh, a couple instances where Jamal Dean, I don't know what he was doing. We were we were doing this weird zone coverage stuff, and he just would take the wrong guy, and he would leave guys wide open. Uh, I think Carlton Davis did it one time. Uh, Bunting did it one time. You know, they're way too much. This is this is something we saw with the Mike Smith defense. Are and, they confused about what they're supposed to be doing, or are they just out of position, slow to react? What would you say? Yeah, I would I would say confused. And you know, it only takes one guy to get confused, especially when you're playing zone. And uh, that seemed to happen a lot. It, it, it is there any one person in particular? That seems confused a lot, or is, uh, does it, it kind of go around? In this game, I would say Jamal Dean was probably the largest. But like I said, Carlton Davis even did it. Mm. You know, it just seemed like everybody was. Like I said, it it seemed to me like we just didn't think these guys were going to be a threat whatsoever. So we were just out there, you know, going ho ho ho. You know, we'll stop them, whatever. You know, so what if we mess up? You know, just we're just not going to put a whole lot of effort into this, and it showed. You know, I mean, they they came close, but we we were definitely the better team. I mean, they were their their offensive line did a good job, uh, but like I said, I think it's just more of the fact that Vita's not in there. Uh, Golston played well. Uh, Nacho, you know, Nacho and Golston play with a lot of energy, but they're just not as strong. And I don't I don't know what to I don't want to say football smart, but it it, just, it seems like they're out of position. Enough yeah. to where you go. Eh, yeah. I feel like I Vita Vita's more like instinctual. Yeah, and he's just so strong. Yeah. And he takes he takes up so much of the offensive line's attention. Mm-hmm. Uh Vita uh the Domicong Sue played well. He especially towards the end of the game when they were having to pass with I think they were down twenty four seventeen or something like that. And you, you you knew it was just going to be a lot of passing, and him and JPP just started popping off. They were just killing people. Uh, but it was more our our secondary, not so much our safeties and our linebackers. So Levante David played great. He was the number one guy. He kept showing up on my my sheets. You know, every time I write his number down, I'd be like, man, it seems like I put David down a lot. And I go back <laughs> and I look, and I'm like, man, he's like the number one guy. He's done everything. I love how him and Devin White, they kind of like trade off weeks. Yeah. Like Devin had an awesome week a couple weeks ago. Yes. Yes. And you talked about stats. What was it you talked about? Oh, you said stats. We need to have a new stat for grabbing the quarterback. Uh, forced interception. <laughs> forced, that's forced what I want to call it. Yes. Well, you know how I, I love stats. I think anybody that's in the football loves stats, but the stats are so misleading. They're, they're, they're not the end all be all. They don't tell the whole story for by any stretch of the imagination. And a lot of times, I wanted to point this out in this game, a lot of times, I'd say about 10% of the time, the stats are completely wrong. They get the wrong guy on the stat sheet. You know, they'll have the wrong guy for a tackle or for a pass defense or uh, offsides or whatever. The stats, when you look at stats, take that into consideration that 10% of the time, the officials who write this stuff down are getting the wrong guys because <laughs> this this happened to me I, I wrote it down because you know 
normally when I'm watching these all 22, I'll have the official uh, stats up as I'm going through each play. So I can kind of keep an eye and see what's going on, you know, who to look for and all that good stuff and what, what the, the play is all about. And then I'd write down my own stuff. Well, a good 10% of the time, I look and my stat, my stuff is different than their stuff. You know, I'll be like, this guy tackled this guy. This guy wasn't even near the pile. I don't know where they're getting at. So, but that happened in this game where I was, uh, somebody tackled a guy and I was like, ooh, that was a pretty good tackle. Who is that guy? And so I looked at the official stats and I was like, that number doesn't line up. 27? Who is 27? So I looked at the uh, roster. I found 27. And I looked at the official thing, and I was like, yeah, that's who they said tackle it, but that guy's standing 10 feet away. He's, <laughs> he's just standing there. He's not even He got pile. credit for doing nothing. Right, yeah, he gets I credit for doing I pissed. And I see that happen quite a bit, especially with penalties. It happens a lot with penalties. They call yeah. the wrong guy for something. Yeah, and yeah. then it's like if they call it wrong during the game, do they fix it later or no? I don't think so. I've seen it many, like Gerald McCoy. Uh, you know, we talked about that. Daryl McCoy used to have a lot of stats where they wouldn't even call his number, but he would be the reason why. Oh, yeah, pulling, offsides you know, Offsides all the time. or something like that, yeah. And they wouldn't call his number, and then I'd look at the official stats, and they wouldn't have anybody's number. And I'd be like, well, there you go. Uh, so, you know, that helped Daryl McCoy and his stats a little bit. <laughs> but so stats are like that. You always got to take that into consideration. And then you've got, you wanted the, you're saying we should have a forced interception yeah. stat, you know, mm-hmm. that again, that would be a subjective stat. You know, it's kind of like pressures, quarterback pressure. That's yeah. totally subjective. We don't, there's no definition for what a pressure is. You know, is it a pressure if the quarterback was going to throw the ball anyhow, but a defender just happens to be running towards him? Is that kind of the pressure? I don't know. And then when they do these pressures, this is what kills me. They don't put out the list of what plays the pressure happened on. They just say, Oh, you know, Shaq Barrett had five pressures. Well, where at? You know, give me the play so I can go look at it and see if that's a pressure. You have no way to double check these guys. Or so just keep... seeing how they define it. And I'm You're sure right. a yeah, yeah. force interception that's probably falls under quarterback pressures. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would give or Shaq a quarterback, or quarterback hit. hit. Yeah, yeah, I guess. So, but I'm sure. Shaq but I'm Barrett just hit, hit the guy. He just grabbed him. So Right. It? The quarterback grab. Pressure or a hit. We'll do that stat. Quarterback grab. <laughs> I know. Right. Sue would have gotten one because he, he he was on the ground. He got double teamed and they all three fell down. And Sue <laughs> was doing an army crawl over to the quarterback and grabbed one of his foot. It was In this game? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, bet I, I wish Vita was, was there. Dying, I yeah, know. Vita would have been <laughs> laughing at him. Like, what are you doing, fool? I'll never forget that play. When he... When, Detroit, yeah. yeah. And Vita was just laughing with him. That was hilarious. So, you know, the refs did a great job. Uh, I'm sticking with my C-plus thing. You know, I said that kind of uh, off the cuff and jokingly at the end of the game. I was, C is the highest I've ever given a ref crew, but this ref crew, because they gave us the game at the end there, <laughs> on that blown pass interference call, I give them a C-plus. I mean, I'm okay with it because of all the – penalties that we have gone against us or not been called in our favor. Yeah. Yeah. Just feel like it's karma. Yeah. And in this game, they, they had 10 uncalled penalties, which is really fantastic. And I think it was a five uncalled holds, which is spectacular. 
There, there was not a lot of penalties in this. He called or uncalled. Uh, but you, what did you just say? You just said something. I was going to segue into something else. Dang it. I forget. There was one play where Cameron Brayton, I put this in the video of things I found interesting, where <laughs> it was on a kickoff. The guy comes running down and he hits Cameron Brayton in the face with his hand. And then pushes him back with his hands on, the, on Cameron Braid's face mask. He, he he pushed him by the face. He pushed him by the face for like 15 yards into the pile. Okay. And did you, I mean, like with your siblings, did you ever do that where you just like held them back by oh the yeah, head? Oh, yeah, by the head. Like <laughs> I was the younger one, so I was on the receiving <laughs> end of that usually. <laughs> That's kind of what this was. I mean, hands to the face, little redheaded stepchild. And anyhow, so he, he pushes Cameron Bate right for like 15 yards with his with his face. And then when he gets up to the pile, he brings his other arm up and grabs him by the other side of the helmet <laughs> and pushes Cameron Bate over the pile. And of course, Cameron Bate takes him with him and then they start tussling. Tussling. Yeah, that was that was one of the few tussles in this game. It's very, very weird game, man. Very weird. Uh, Did the Giants have more energy than us? Like, were they playing with a little more energy than we were? Man, no, no, not really. Not really. No. I, you know, I mean, their offensive line did a good job. They're, uh, okay, you were, like, moving your mic stand, and you're, like, holding it, and there's nothing there. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, like, floating. Hover, hover mic. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. That's pretty neat. Uh, yeah, they... They played. Good. They played like the Giants. They played better than they okay. normally do, but they didn't. They didn't bring their A game. I don't. Think, I don't think they have an A game. Yeah, do they have one? That Daniel Jones so. is just not very good. And he's not absolutely trash, but man, he left a lot on the field. We had our cornerbacks. It's hard for me to remember what we've talked about because this is the second I time know. we've done this podcast. I know. Our cornerbacks blew more coverage this week than I think we have all year combined. Uh, there were so many open receivers that Daniel Jones didn't see <laughs> for touchdowns. I mean, wide open guys. And we haven't had that in a long, long Thank time. Thank God he did not see them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one interception he threw. Uh, who was it that got it? Was it Carlton Davis? No. Sean Murphy Bunting. Was it Bunting's interception? Uh, yeah, you know, Shaquille Barrett grabbed hold of Ryan jo or Daniel Jones and he just kind of – slung it to the right side and we cut front of it on that. Yeah. There was a guy on the left side that if Jones would have looked, who was totally wide open all the way down the field for a touchdown. I was just like, Whoa. And that was Jamal Dean. I think screwed up on that coverage. Yeah. And he was like wide open. Yeah. So you know, we, we had, a, we had a few of that. And then uh, Brady had a couple too, where, you know, he didn't see uh, receivers. But he, you know, he didn't throw interceptions. He just threw it to somebody else. And I'm like, oh, there's a guy over here for a touchdown. Oh, there's a guy over here for a touchdown. Was it Mike Evans with the hand up? No. Okay, good. No, one was, I want to say it was Cameron Brait. Uh, I can't remember. Go watch the video. I'll put them in the video. Okay. So, you know, we just we just didn't play great. We, did, we didn't look like we cared whether we played great or not. <laughs> I feel like we get that way in prime time because the Bears game was kind of similar where it was like we did not 
give it our all in that one. Which and is a shame. I just wonder if it's the lights. I don't know. Maybe. Do we choke under the pressure? I, I don't I mean, know. I don't think so. I, I think it's we play down to the level of our opponent. You know, I, we, like I said, the offensive game plan was nothing. You know, we didn't really try to do anything. We were just like, man, and defense was out of way. I mean, we didn't hardly do any of the weird stuff we'd normally do. It was just kind of a vanilla defense. And our guys, it seemed like they, they just kind of like hummed about until the end of the game. And then it was like, all right, let's score some points. There <laughs> we go. Game's Isn't over. that crazy, though? Like they're like conserving all their energy until the end of the game. It's either for the end of the game or for <laughs> next week. They were not out there. I it know. You know, well, so if we play down to the level of our opponent, does that mean we also play up to the level of our opponent? I mean, we'll find out. We did for yeah. Green Bay. We did with Green Bay. We did yeah. with the Chargers. We did with uh, who was the Raiders. The Raiders, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried about this at all. No, I'm not either. I mean, I'm I, actually really excited about this game. Me too. I'm ready to just stomp them. <laughs> I know. The, the the only thing I'm worried about is our defensive line not getting enough push up the middle without Vita there. Uh, we do seem to be getting pushed to the side for open holes in the run game more often, and that's just making it so our linebackers are getting more tackle stats and all that good stuff. Eh, you know, but other than that, I, you know, I do not see a problem whatsoever. Like I said, we just – it's not like we were out there, you know. We weren't screwing up. That's like a big thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we weren't getting well beat. costly mistakes. Let's call it that. Right. Yes, we we weren't out there getting stomped. You mm-hmm. know, it was it was just us kind of ho humming and winning the game, basically with one hand tied behind our back. It seemed <laughs> just for fun. We were okay, like, you know. Well, we're gonna win that way. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So uh, let me see. Offensive line played good. Oh, did you see the hit where Ali Marpet got the concussion? Could you tell? No. No, and he played the whole game. That's uh, so weird. Now, Marpet did have a bad game for Marpet. Uh, I think he had four or five bad plays where he just got flat out beat. And it felt like something was off with him. Mm. So, and, and that was almost from the beginning of the game. So maybe he hit his head on getting off the bus. Yeah. <laughs> He got his bell rung at a certain point. Yeah. Actually, I'm looking to see where I've got the first stat for him. Ooh, messing up. Oh, okay. It wasn't until the third quarter. Okay. 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 Yeah. I mean, it was almost back to back. He just started having bad plays. Well, you know, I'm not even sure if it was. I assumed it was during the game. I didn't see anything. Yeah, and I didn't see him uh, on the ground any, or you know, like holding his head or. But he hasn't practiced like all week, so I that's why I assumed it was. I thought you didn't you say he was not playing Sunday? Correct. He has not practiced all week. Like he's been in the concussion protocol all week. So that's what made me think it happened during the game. Yes. Okay, so uh, Sean Murphy bunting, kind of a little worried about him. He has not played great past few weeks, kind of been a liability. Uh, but more so than that, I'm watching him on the kickoffs, and there was one in particular where 
he kind of jogs down the field and then the runner ends up popping his way and he if he would have stopped if he would have tackled him he would have tackled him on the 30 and the guy ended up running for another 15 yards to the what would that be 45 or something pulling a vh3 yep that's exactly what it reminded me of was vh3 last year and i was like oh lord no here we go this guy not wanting to be on the team because he's not a starter again or something or he doesn't want to do special doesn't teams. Doesn't want to do special teams. Which, you know, if you don't want to do special teams, you know, well, that, that's usually a sign of a, a not good football mindset. Well, I just feel like it's kind of a rite of passage. Like, it seems to me like the veterans don't do special teams as much. It's kind of a privilege. Like, mm-hmm. once you get to that elite level, they don't want you on special teams anymore because they don't want you getting hurt there. Mm-hmm. And so, but you have to be elite to be exempt from special teams. It's kind of, you got to earn it. Yes, yes. Especially kickoffs. Uh, kickoffs is usually, you know, saved for the the, the third and fourth stringer guys mm-hmm. and all that. And it's usually the reason why you're on the team is because you can do special teams. So, you know, I think bunting, and this is just pure speculation. You know, like I said, it reminded me of VH3 last year where he just would not put forth any effort on special teams. Now, the uh, the kickoffs and punts, uh, not kickoffs, but uh, kicks, field goals. You know, normally then we'll have our a lot of our first string guys out there, right? You know, like yeah. Pet Goldston, he plays uh, on the kickoff or the field goal team. Uh, you know, so yeah, that that part of the special teams, but it's the kickoffs that normally those are the third and fourth strings. You tired of it? I'm sorry. Could we say this again? I'm trying not to. I'm trying to suppress it. But it's coming up. Uh, hopefully, we uh, we got this recording this time. We won't have to do it again. No, no. Yes. Now we're talking about Barrett and getting those stats. See here, here again. This is a perfect example of the stat how screwed up they are. If we did have stats for uh, quarterback, what was it? Quarterback? Forced interceptions. Forced interceptions. Barrett got one of them because the dumb New York Giants put a third string tight end on Jack Barrett at the bottom. And he just basically walked right past the guy. I mean, you know, he just kind of threw him to the side. And I'm like, who, who does that? That's he- got... It had to have been, you know, uh, a, a assistant offensive coordinator came up with that play design or something. You just, it was yeah, just, but who called it? Jason Garrett. Oh, okay. he, he, you got the booger sounder? Yes, I do. This, right, this is let's do it. This is what they should have listened America, to. listen to me right now. Stop allowing tight ends to block premier pass rushers. I mean, it was this. It was like he just went right by the guy and then grabbed the quarterback. Quarterback panics, throws an interception. It's like, well, there you go. Listen America. to America. America. So again, that would show up in the stats as a what do you call it a quarter forced forced interception. interception. But was it really when you know should the guy get a stat for basically walking past a blocker? You know, well, kind of, should the tight end get an assist? I mean, <laughs> right. How do you do this? It's like Devin White with his three sacks last week. Two of them happened because the quarterback scrambled and Devin White stopped him right before he crossed the line. 
So that's considered a sack. It's not what you think of when you think of a sack. You think of a guy busting through the offensive line and tackling the quarterback <clears> behind the line of scrimmage. That's not what happened. And then his, his other sack that Devin White got, nobody blocked him. The running back who was supposed to block him got stepped on, <laughs> left the game, basically limped off the field as the play was going on. And, you know, so Devin White, you look at him, you go, oh, those are three. He got three sacks. That's pretty good for a linebacker. But when you look at him, you go, well, they, you know, they they weren't that impressive. You so. stopped denigrating Devin White's <laughs> Devin, stats. Devin Smith. Devin Smith, according to who were those announcers this week? I don't know, Garbage. Oh, they were horrible. Their names are not important either. We'll just make up names for them. Yeah. <laughs> like they did our players. Larry, Curly, and Mo. So, you know, stats are, you know, a sack is different in any situation. And, you know, whether a guy busted through a double team, you know, and then climbed a mountain to get the sack is considered the same as somebody who the quarterback slides feet first and then you walk over and you touch him those are two totally different sacks but there are no asterisks near the step on the stat sheet right just like the w's no asterisks on the w no asterisks i wonder if there's going to be an asterisk on this super bowl in in the covid year that's how i feel with fantasy football it's like whoever wins this each year you can't really say anything because this is just so much weird crap no i think this year was harder for yeah, teams, yeah so this year's impossible. Yeah. yeah. Your whole team be sitting out. No, I'm not talking about fantasy. Oh. I'm talking about... <laughs> Regular football. <laughs> well, your whole team could be sitting out <laughs> on fantasy. All Buccaneers, baby. All Buccaneers. Yeah. So, uh, there we go. We got uh, Sean Murphy Bunting needs to step it up a little bit. He, and then... You know, it, it was just a very, very strange game. It was hard to get through. Uh, I got through it relatively quick, though. It normally takes me about eight hours to get through one game. This one probably took me four. No, probably wow. six. Probably six. Uh, but this game was one of those games that we would have lost last season. I mean, we did lose last season. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yep. it's... You know, no matter how ugly or unimpressive the win is, it's still a win. And that's what you have to do when you've got to close out these games, especially against opponents like the New York Giants. So I'm just I feel like it's an improvement that we didn't give it away. Yeah, definitely. And we got the W. Like you said, there's no asterisks there, even though we Mm -hmm. played a rather, you know, bottom of the barrel team and. We didn't play well. We got that W. That's all that matters. We keep moving forward, and nobody can take it away from us. So That's we go. right. There we go. So yeah, offensive line played good. You know, it's a, it is amazing. You were reading the, that stat out to me earlier that our offensive line is ranked number one. What? Uh, we are first in the league. Ugh, I gotta find. First I don't even know if I saved it. Sacks. Yeah, for line. sacks. Yeah. Sacrament. Sacks allowed, and it was like 3.24% of <laughs> yeah, the time. I mean, that's just incredible. It is incredible. Tristan Wirfs has got – he brought he's brought so much to this <laughs> offensive line that even <laughs> Devin uh, Donovan Smith is playing. <laughs> no, it's the quarterback, man. It's 100% yeah. Tom Brady. The same offensive line. The only difference is we got a rookie in there instead of DeMar Dodson. I know. Yeah. So, Yeah. Tom Brady 
is a command master in that pocket. So I, it's probably going to be like that all year. You know, we'll be lucky if we break 20 sacks this year. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. All right. That's what I got for that game. If you get a chance, go check out the things I found interesting. There's two videos up. One of them is almost 10 minutes long. And then the second one, I think it's five minutes long. So half the content in this game. Normally, I have to throw clips out. Normally, I have to really be selective as to what I put in there. But this one, I was struggling to find stuff. This is good stuff in there, though. It's definitely not a boring video. Well, I'm glad you managed to find stuff. Yeah. Very strange game. Very strange game. They excited about this one coming up, though. I am, too. All right, let's get to some news, and then we will talk about the game preview. So we signed Cyril Grayson to the practice squad after having waived him on Tuesday. And Doink. I know. Yeah. And in order to make room for him, we cut John Hurst. So. Welcome back, Cyril. I think John Hurst is a rookie. He's one of the uh, undrafted free agents. Okay. Uh, Antonio Brown joined practice this week. Now, wasn't he living with Tom Brady? He was. Is he still living with him? I don't know. As far as I know, it said uh, all the reports I saw was that he had been living with Tom Brady for like the last week. So I assume they're still living together, which uh, Tom's in a mansion. He could probably give Antonio like a whole wing. (laughs) He could probably (laughs) probably would happen. (laughs) He could probably have every Buccaneer fan come live with him, but (laughs) never even see him. (laughs) The place is huge. It was like 34,000 square feet or something. Didn't he buy a house? Is this the one that he bought? This isn't Derek Jeter's house. Oh, that's oh, he bought a house. Yeah, that's not because Derek Jeter was selling. So he moved out. I think so. How do I not know this stuff? Yeah, you talked about it. Like, Uh, well, I knew he was selling, but I didn't know he had sold or that Tom Brady had moved out. I thought you told me. (laughs) Yeah, fact check, follow up. I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, Will Golston tweeted that he was put on the COVID reserve list. Um. Although he had COVID in the off season, he had been around somebody that had it here lately and he's tested negative, but they still put him on the list. He anticipates being able to play on Sunday and I haven't heard anything to the contrary, so I think he's all good to go. Bradley Pinion this week won the NFC Special Teams Player of the Week. So congratulations to him. Bradley Pinion do? Or was it Ryan Suckup? Ryan Suckup. Okay. I don't know why. Are you <laughs> sure? Wait a minute. I'm pretty sure this it was is Suckup. Terrible. Yeah, why would it be Brian or Bradley Pinion? Just the a punter. punter. Why would a punter Molly, win? get it together. Because I was sorry. thinking he didn't do anything. Although, I know. <laughs> I don't know what Suckup's done either. Just hasn't missed a field goal, I guess. Wait. I saw it. No, I don't I haven't even saved it. I'm pretty sure it was Saga. I'm sure that you're right. <laughs> That's so terrible. Why do we even do this show? <laughs> like, we don't know anything. <laughs> Wait, I had it on the... I know I retweeted. Anyway. Yes. Ryan suck up. Uh, 
Quan Alexander was traded to the Saints. Uh, he will not clear COVID protocols to be able to play this weekend, but he will start practicing with them next week. Who is that? Quan Alexander. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, uh, did I get that one right? Was it somebody? <laughs> You're going to love this one. For several reasons. Jenna Lane tweeted that Shaq Barrett has a new move that he's been practicing and that he's going to use this weekend. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. I'm going to be excited to see that. I know. Yeah, I wonder if it's one he's totally made up. He's got some weird I know. Moves. And if he's like specifically using it on a an offensive lineman on the Saints. That's how I, that's kind of the gist I got from it. I'm like. He knows it'll work on these people. He's just saving it up. Per Charles Robinson, who is an NFL reporter for Yahoo, sources say the NFL will find the Raiders $500,000 and Coach Gruden $150,000 and strip the team of a six-round draft pick because of the COVID protocol violations related to Trent Brown's positive test that week that we played them. Really? Yep. Wait, that is definitely all that's happening? Yeah. Escalated fine slash pick were due to being a repeat offender. Dang. Because I guess they had already spoken to the Raiders before. Yeah. uh, Right? Yeah. Yeah, he'd been fined already. Right, exactly. So, yep. Costing the team half a million dollars. Costing John Gruden $150,000. And then they lost a six-round draft pick. Wow. So. That's that's kind of hefty. Yeah, I think so too. But Remember Jonathan Banks? Yes. Yeah, he used to be a cornerback for the thing uh, drafted by. Levy Smith. Greg Shiano. Pretty sure it was Greg Shiano. Okay, yeah. He, he is now the secondary coach at New Hope High School. Oh, good for him. The Trojans. Yeah. He, he coached them this year. They didn't, didn't go as far as they wanted to, but uh, found that interesting. That is interesting. Uh, Rick Stroud tweeted that we are tied for the NFL lead in interceptions with 11. We had 12 total last year. So it's only we've played eight games and we already have as many as we had last year. And then Carmen Vitale said that we have 65 points off of takeaways, which is the second most in the league. Mm hmm. Tampa Bay has recorded at least one interception in the last seven games. It's been a long time since we've been able to say that. I know. That is so awesome. Yeah, I do. You love it. It is so much fun to have a good defense. That can just make plays like that. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. Okay, do you think we are more likely to get an interception or a sack against your breeze? Interception. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Hello. We could do the sack. Let's yeah, see. yeah. I had to think about that one. I, I was like, Ooh, especially if Shaq Barrett's bringing out new moves. I know. He's got a new move. <laughs> I like it's like a uh, he's debuting a new move. So we're all going to be looking for it. <laughs> he put the advertisement out. He's yeah, marketing I, it already. I hope that you can see it. Yeah, I'm going to look for it. I'm gonna yeah, look for it. okay. Remind me to, all right. to do that. 
Okay. So we got the Saints coming up Sunday. Yeah. It's a night game. Eight o'clock. Is it eight? Yes. Eight. Eight twenty. 8.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at Raymond James Stadium. I'm Fans, so get out there excited. and fill that place up as much as we can. 20%, 20%. <laughs> Do not sell your tickets to Saints fans. If you're going to sell you. them, you got to find out what team they root for. Yeah, right. That should be a thing. I you know. know. You can't you do it, it on like StubHub or whatever, though. Right. They should have that on StubHub. Yeah. You know, if you're a fan of this team, no, you can't buy my tickets. <laughs> Only Buck fans can buy these tickets. That's right. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, they are five and two. So here they have lost to the Raiders, 34 to 24, and the Packers, 37 to 30. Well, Both teams that we beat—that's football math. That I is mean, football we math. Gotta, we're gonna win. Yeah, we're just, this, we got this game. They just might as well give us the win now. I know exactly. Come on. Okay, so who here is who they've beat? Of course, us. It was a thirty-four twenty-three game. Thanks to the refs, that was definitely a referee deciding game. There, we got so screwed on the game. One of the worst officiating games I've ever seen, if not the worst. Garbage. I said my two cents. <laughs> Maybe we'll get the same crew we got this this weekend. We might. Who is it? Uh, the Lions. They beat thirty-five to twenty-nine. So yeah. a six-point game. The Lions. I know. How are you gonna let the Lions almost beat you? Jonathan Banks, a secondary school could. <laughs> high school could probably beat the Lions. <laughs> I mean, we say that we shouldn't get too cocky because we still gonna play them too. We <laughs> mean, we got Tom Brady. Cocky? That's a, that's well, they reality. Got Drew Brees, man. come on, come on, man. Uh, the L.A. Chargers they beat thirty to twenty seven, and Chicago they took to overtime and won twenty six to twenty three. That was just uh, last week, a couple weeks yes, ago, right? Yes, yeah. it was yeah. last week. So if we win, we will have a game and a half lead in the division over them, and we would cancel out the week one loss to the Saints in the head-to-head, so that would be really important. Mm -hmm. If the Saints win, though, they'll have a half-game lead in the division and then have a two-game head-to-head breaker on us. So it's really important that we win this one, especially if it's going to come down to later in the season. And mm-hmm. have playoff implications. Yeah. So, what do you think? Are we going to win it? Yeah, I think so. You think so? I think so because the first matchup. Okay, listen to how Tom Brady did. He went twenty-three for thirty-six for two hundred and thirty-nine yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, three sacks for fifteen yards, and a fumble. He had a QBR of 28, quarterback rating, and a passer rating of 78.4. Recall also that Janoris Jenkins had a pick six on one of those. And then, you know, Rojo, he did okay at 66 yards, only averaged 3.9 yards, so not great. Uh, Chris Godwin was our leading receiver. He went six for seven, 79 yards. Did pretty well. Uh, We had... One sack on Drew Brees. JPP got that. Mike Edwards on special teams. Remember that fumble that really cost us? Drew Brees. Mm, That's right. Yeah. yeah, He went 18 for 30 for 160 yards, which that's so terrible. (laughs) 
Good lord. That's week one, too. Like, Noodle Arm, you haven't even played <laughs> any. <laughs> like, they probably didn't have him throw any during training camp. <laughs> Save Like, maybe the last strength. week. Right. They were saving up that arm strength. He had two touchdowns, and he did get sacked for nine yards. JPP, thank you. Had an 80.1 QBR and a 96 and a half passer rating. We had nine penalties for 103 yards, and they also were heavily penalized. Except holding. Except holding. They didn't call a single holding penalty on either team, but they held like crazy. They also have Deontay Harris, their stud on special teams, their returner. Oh, that's right. Remember him? Yeah. Yeah. So against Chicago, he had a 42-yard punt return and also a 31-yard kickoff return, which that one ended up sending them into overtime. So Mm. it led to the score that got them to overtime. So all that to say... Tom Brady did not play well against this team the first week. And I think our offense has only gelled since then, gotten mm-hmm. better. Yes. And so I think this go around, we're not going to have a problem. I like the cut of your jib. Thank you. Where'd I you- agree with you. That's all. That's all I get. <laughs> That's it. Agreed. Okay. Show's <laughs> over, guys. Agree. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go through the injury report? I did not. No. I still have some other stuff I want to talk about. First of all, uh, Antonio Brown's going to make his debut. Oh. Ooh, yeah. He is. Is he going to be kick returning? I don't know. That would be awesome. But B.A. said he would get between 10 and 35 snaps. (laughs) Between 10 and 35. All right. So, who knows? But he's going to be out there. I bet one of those snaps is going to be a touchdown. Yeah. I guarantee you. I know. Tom Brady is going to want to get that boy a touchdown. Yeah. I, yeah. I think Antonio is going to want to prove himself. Mm-hmm. And I think Tom is going to want to show the Bucks that they didn't make a mistake with this. Yes. And to prove that he's right. So. And then we'll, he'll probably get cut next week. <laughs> He'll do something just, stupid. Just like New England. <laughs> one game, one touchdown, cut. I bet he'll smack Bruce Arians with like a hoagie or something. <laughs> <laughs> Get kicked off the team. I bet Bruce Arians will eat it <laughs> midair. <laughs> so I think, and Tom Brady, he is 17 touchdowns, one interception in the last six games. Whoa. So after those first two games... He's just been outrageous. You know, I can't think of a time that the Buccaneers have had a quarterback that did this. Those are Aaron Rodgers' numbers. Yeah. You know? And in the first game, those interceptions really cost us, you know, those turnovers. Mm -hmm. We had three. Yeah. Mike Edwards and then Tom's two, the one which was a pick six. So I think that we have the momentum going into the game. I think we're the better team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, and the Saints really just haven't looked good, especially the past few weeks. No, and they are getting Michael Thomas back from, well, first of all, he hasn't played since week one, since we heard him. We heard really? his ankle. Yeah, he has not played. Oh, we, you know that because you got him in fantasy football. I do. <laughs> that bastard. Uh, which I'm fine with because I'm a jinx in the first round. Like who? I'm just going to start picking all... 
division opponents Please in do. the first round because I'm a total jinx. My first rounders always get hurt. Uh, he had an ankle injury and then he's had a hamstring injury and then there's been issues with team discipline. You know, he punched his teammate not long ago. Oh, right. Yeah, that was like three that. weeks ago. So <laughs> he's just a mess. I don't know. What, I mean, maybe he's Antonio Brown 2.0. I don't know. But... Uh. He'll be back this week. Coming off of a hamstring, though, you know, those are kind of tenuous injuries. You just never know. And so I'm not sure if he'll be 100%, but he is going to be active. So, And then Emmanuel Sanders has been out also. He's been on the COVID list, but he's coming back this week, too. But I'm not worried about either one of them, Hmm. frankly. Yeah, I mean, in the first week, Carlton Davis held Michael Thomas to 17 yards. You go, Mike. Yeah. No. Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong guy. Wrong thing. I know. I was thinking Mike Edwards. <laughs> as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like. Mm, no, that's wrong. Uh, maybe nobody would catch that. I did. You did immediately. I did. <laughs> Always looking out for my foibles. <laughs> so, my, um, Tom and Drew Brees are fighting him. for that's right yes the all-time now first of all okay it feels weird oh, we never got it out let's say what we're i know about. Yeah. hold on uh i feel like i'm i should be on a first name basis with tom but then i'm like his name just tom sounds weird like it's tom brady but i'll say tom i don't know it's just a thing I it should be mr brady <laughs> <laughs> emperor brady emperor um, brady Tom Brady and Drew Brees are fighting for the all-time touchdown record or touchdown passes in the NFL. They are currently number one and two. Uh, Tom Brady has 561. Drew Brees has 560. And they keep going back and forth. So I hope that Tom takes it out to... I don't know, like a three touchdown lead, four. I think he can do it. That'd be nice. Yeah. Because screw Drew Brees. I know. Forget that guy. Not only is he a bad football player, he's a horrible person. <laughs> and so dumb. Who invests in jewelry? Like, come on, bro. Come on. Just a simple Google search. Is jewelry a good investment? <laughs> No, why would we? Take somebody to court. Yeah, not only that. If you're dumb enough to think jewelry (laughs) is a good investment, and then you double down on it and sue the dude who talked you into that, (laughs) but then he won. I know, but there's such. I mean, isn't there an idiot tax? You know, there should be. I can't. It is so funny. We're just thinking about that. He's, a, he's like one of those guys that when he's done with the NFL, he's going to lose all of his money. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. They're going to prey on him. <laughs> I've, got some, I've got some nice jewelry here. You <laughs> buy this now in three weeks, it'll be double the value. <laughs> well, lucky for him, he's going to be so old when he retires from the NFL, he might be able to take out Social Security and he'd, oh, be, my he'd be fine. Dang. He'd be fine. You are tough on those old people. <laughs> Ageist. Ageist. We are 22 for 22 on goals to go. 
So 100% success rate when we are goal to go. Since when? Since the season. The season. We've had 22? Yes. We've had 24 touchdowns. Wait. Something's not right here. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Okay, yeah. So that's just goal to go. So when we have to make it a touchdown or a field goal. Okay. Yeah. But it, as far as red zone percentage, we have 24 touchdowns and seven field goals. Aren't we 100% in the red zone too? Yes. We, every time we've gotten in the red zone, we have scored. Yeah. So and our touchdown percentage in the red zone is 77.4%, which is third best in the league. Not too shabby. And even better is that New Orleans defense ranks last in the NFL on touchdown percentage allowed. So they allow touchdowns 83.3% of the time. So our goal is to just get in the red zone. Yeah. We get in the red zone, we know it's automatic touchdown. Yeah. Uh, They have allowed 20 touchdowns on 24 possessions. Dang. And three resulted in field goals. How in the world are they five and two? Because they've beat uh, the Lions, the Chargers, and Chicago. Like not top tier and us like not top tier teams i think i'm missing a team yeah that's that's four three i'm missing a team i don't know who else they beat uh there's somebody else in the division panthers 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 yes yeah so we're the only decent team they play i know and they got us before we were really jelling. There you go. Falling into a rhythm. So Man, you're getting good at this football stuff. Yeah, the football <laughs> the football math. fandom. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just not even going to be close. Yeah, they should go ahead and give us a win. I mean, if they lost to Green Bay and the Raiders yeah. and we beat Green Bay and the Raiders, they, I mean, it's just, it's like, yeah. okay, the speed of light is 186,000 miles per second. <laughs> That's established fact. It's what they call a uh, foundation principle, a mm-hmm. constant. Uh, constant. That's the same thing we're seeing here in this football. Are math. we the constant? What's the, the constant? The constant is if you play a team that's lost <laughs> to the teams you beat, then you automatically get a win. <laughs> you don't even saying. have to play. They just mark W in it's the It's football math, guys. That is football math, yeah. Right. We shouldn't even play because, you know, somebody might get hurt. Or COVID. Or COVID. I mean. So, so, you know, just give us the win now. I don't know. Uh, I want to see it happen. I, I know. I don't know what I'm <laughs> talking about. I want to see us beat them down. <laughs> it's so much more satisfying. Alvin Kamara is their leading receiver with 66 targets. No wow. one else on the team has more than 36. What? Yeah. Dang. Well, you got to figure... Yeah. Michael Thomas, he's been hurt. Right. Emmanuel Sanders, he's been hurt. So everybody else they got are scrubs. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe not scrubs, but bottom of the roster. In our first meeting, we held Alvin to 16 yards rushing and 51 receiving, but he did burn us for two touchdowns. So How in the world did they beat us? 
I know. Oh, the turnovers. That's right. The turnovers. Geez. And plus, yeah. you know, we, Tom Brady had never played before with these yeah. guys. So. Yeah. A little bit of a factor. Yeah. I think we're a little bit better team now. And uh, I don't think we're going to make those stupid mistakes. So, gosh, we held Kamara to that few yardage and Michael Thomas. Yeah. But then we, we did knock him out of the game, right? Or yeah. Yeah. Was it, yeah, was it after the game? I think, he, I don't know. I think he got hurt during the game. Gosh, I can't remember. They had uh, 82 total rushing yards. That's a lot of us. I know, but I mean, Alvin only had 15 or 16 yards, and then the rest of it, it was like five other people had hmm. little chunks. I think Taysom Hill had the most. Oh, that's right. I remember that Taysom Hill run. Oh, that's so good. Well, no, I don't think what? he did have the most. Oh, Latavius Murray, he had the most. With that Taysom Hill, he got to like that 17-yard run on us. Yeah. Oh, man, I was so angry about that. I know. Ugh. Ugh. Ralph angry. Ralph angry. All right, let's go through the injury report. I think we're just now getting to that. I know. We haven't even... Zip through it real quick. Okay. I got this. Jamel Dean was sick on Wednesday, but returned to practice Thursday and Friday. So he's all good. Mike Edwards has a groin injury. He was limited Wednesday and Thursday. Was a full participant on Friday. Chris Godwin with the finger injury. He was limited Wednesday and Thursday. And then a full participant Friday. So B.A. said earlier in the week they would know by Friday whether he was going to play. And uh, so I think there's a chance he could. I think he's on the injury report listed as questionable. So we'll see. I think... I think we'll see him. There's a chance we'll see him. But again, it's like we're going to have. Yeah, he is questionable. We're going to have Antonio Brown. So how much are they going to put Antonio in to see, you know, to make up for Chris Godwin's injury? Well, anywhere between 10 and 35 snaps. Ali <laughs> <laughs> Marpet is out. With his concussion, never cleared the concussion protocol. So Who is going to replace him, I Hague? don't know. They haven't said. Hmm. Let's see. JPP with the knee injury. He was limited Wednesday and Thursday and then did not practice Friday, but it, that's normal for him. That's his day off, so yeah. I think he'll be okay. Scotty Miller with a hip slash groin injury. He was limited Wednesday and Thursday, and then was a full participant on Friday. Antoine Winfield Jr. has a shoulder injury. He was a full participant all week. And Sue did not practice Friday. It was not injury-related. Veterans Day. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I never thought about that. Um. I'm trying to see if they've said who is going to play in place of Marpet. I don't see him. Oh. Yeah, we'll find out Sunday. Uh, let me see. Uh, okay, he did. Arians, this is from Greg Allman. Arians mentions Joe Haig can start. For Ali Marpet at left guard if Marpet isn't cleared. He also mentioned Jensen at guard and Shipley at center, but that seems less likely. Yeah, so probably put, Joe Haig. Just put Joe Haig in there. He's he's played well when he's been put in. Yeah. On the Saints side, Drew Brees 
had a right shoulder injury. Is that the one he had surgery on? I'm sure it is. Yeah, that's the one he always, he grabs his, after he throws it, he always grabs his kind of collar or his pads right here. And then he does all this. Like so a that's his throwing shoulder. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday, he was limited. He was a full participant on Friday and he is expected to be active Sunday. So we will not be seeing Jameis Winston play for Drew Brees. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Wide receiver Marquez Callaway has an ankle injury. He was limited Wednesday, a full participant Thursday and Friday. Center slash guard Nick Easton had a concussion but was a full participant all week. Defensive back Justin Hardy had a groin injury and they ended up putting him on IR along with Sheldon Rankin's defensive tackle with a knee injury. He went on IR as well. Kamara has a foot injury. He was limited Wednesday, but a full participant on Thursday and Friday. And Michael Thomas with his ankle slash hamstring injury. He was limited all week and is questionable, but officially, officially he's questionable, but he's expected to be active on Sunday. Now they say active, but I'm like, I don't, I don't know how, what does that mean? Like he's, going to be active on the roster, but how much is he going to play? Mm -hmm. I don't know. They haven't really said. 10 to 35 snaps. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Running back Ty Montgomery has a hamstring injury, but he he was only on the injury report on Friday, and he was a full participant. So good thing they got Ty because I don't know what they would do. Okay, that's it for the injury report. All right. With all that being said, give us your predictions. What do you think? All right. I think this is, I think it's going to be a close one. It always is. It's always, you know, division games are such a weird beast. So I do think the Bucks are going to take this one. I'm going to say 34 to 32. Wow. No defense in this game, huh? Okay, uh, I'm going to go 28-20 bucks. Okay. I just think that uh, we're going to, I think we're going to, we're going to stop them and we're going to uh, get ahead by probably three touchdowns and then they're going to come back and they'll get within eight. But I think we're just going to end up getting turnovers and interceptions and all that. You know, now I'm really rethinking the 32. <laughs> but I do think it's going to be close. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't. You I don't think, think it's going to be close. No. I I think it's going to be, you know, within uh, eight points. But I, I don't think it's going to be a close game like it normally is. You're right. We normally do play them close, but that's because we've had James Winston and, you know, not as good of a team. You know, they their team is pretty much the same. And we always play them close. Now we've got a really, really, really good team. I don't think we're going to play them close now. I think they're over the hill. And we are yes, I agree up and that. comers. And the way we played the Giants, it looks like we saved a lot of energy. <laughs> <so> <laughs> we're we're extremely up. well rested. Does it was this almost count like as a like bye ha- week. Yeah, I was going to say, does it count as like half a bye week? Yeah. Maybe. Very strange. Very strange. Wait, you know, our bye. When the hell is our bye? It's like late. Week 13. 
yeah, we still got to get through the Saints. We got to get through the Rams. We got uh, Kansas City. Kansas City. I mean, it's going to be rough. That's a the rough Rams stretch. Are the ones that really worry me because those yeah, guys are me too. Tough. They, I know that defense was just hitting hard. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully we can walk out of that one with all of our body parts in there. I hope so. All right. So we're both confident the Saints are going to fall to the Buccaneers. That's not unusual for us. We do see the world through Saints. Or, uh, Saints. Ugh. Uh, Bucks Ew. colored glasses. Go I'm wash gonna... your mouth out with soap. <laughs> <laughs> with acid. <laughs> Soaping will get the Saints taste <laughs> out of them. Steel wool. All right. So, uh, you know, we, we put our stuff out there on the line. We think the Saints are not as good a team as everybody thinks they are and that we are the much better team. So uh, let's see it happen. Let's see it happen Sunday. Any of you Buccaneer players out there listening to this, uh, do us a solid and win. <laughs> and win convincingly. W. Right? Yeah. It's okay. gonna happen. All you Buck fans out there, think positive. Let's uh let's get this out in the universe. Whatever we can do to help win. That means go to the game and don't sell your tickets to uh Saints fans. Yep. How about that? Their right? money is no good here. Their money is no good. It's dirty money, it's blood money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's gonna wrap it up for us till next time. Go Bucks.